This is the Truth Hurts Program. Good afternoon, everyone. Truth Hurts Program, January 30th, 2023. We are into the third year of the gropey Joe Biden, Camel Toe Harris presidency. And oh, what a disaster it is. I want you to sit back for just a moment. If you are a liberal, if you are a Democratic Party supporter, if you are someone who thinks electing Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris was the right decision, I urge you, please send me an email, thetruthhurtsprogram at gmail.com. Please let me know why, what sick twisted mindset you have that you could possibly equate with a modicum of success, the Joe Biden, Camel Toe Harris presidency? Please explain it to me. I am a reasonable person. I am a fairly intelligent individual. I consider myself above average, well above average, actually, not bragging. But just remember, as I always say, if you think that you are the average American citizen, that means that you are dumber than half of the country. You are less informed, less educated, less enlightened, less experienced, have less common sense, have less ability, have less potential than half of the nation. I know for a fact, not only from an income standpoint or an enlightenment standpoint or a life experiences standpoint, but from a basic intelligence standpoint that I am far and away well above average. I am communicating to you here on the Truth Hurts program where thousands and thousands, tens and tens of thousands of people listen to this program every single day. And some of them go home scratching their head at night and asking themselves, how can Steve Z possibly feel the way he feels? What is his mindset? What is his life experience that he could possibly have the audacity the unmitigated gall, the nerve to speak ill of Joe Biden, a man who has spent 50 years of his miserable life on your tax dollar as his sole primary official source of income. Oh, sure, with all of his Biden crime family, illicit, illegal, unethical, immoral, questionable family business dealings, We know that Joe Biden now earns a large chunk of his income outside of the public dole, but it is all derived because of the influence he peddles. He peddled influence as a U.S. Senator. He peddled influence as the vice president and now peddles influence as the president. You don't honestly think that he commands this level of respect because of his mental sharpness, do you? 
He certainly is not a leader. He exhibits no true leadership qualities whatsoever, actually. None. He has gotten himself into positions of power by whatever means he used, and then he wields that power. Little Scrappy Joe could not take you in a fist fight. He can't do it at 80. He couldn't do it at 60. He couldn't do it at age 40. He was that little bullied kid with the smart ass mouth who thought he knew it all. And then he spied on people to get the goods on them, to use against them in whatever extortion or bribery scheme he had. And he probably started that at a very young age, catching little Tommy sneaking a peep under little girl's dresses, which is probably where he got his initial fetish for young, underdeveloped or undeveloped little girls. I'll tell the teacher that I caught you staring up so-and-so's skirt if you don't protect me on the playground. I'll rat you out for smoking marijuana in the junior high school boys' locker room if you guys don't protect me from the bullies in the school. And you just grow from there to become an extortionist, to become a cyber bully, to become someone who learns how to manipulate how to gather intel and then use that intel against your enemies, either real or perceived. That is your president, my friends. That is a guy who walks around and sticks his chest out, tries to tell stories about how Corn Pop was a bad dude and how he had to get a length of chain, 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 chain and threaten that guy to leave the swimming pool so he could put some more pomade in his 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 hair and he learned about roaches and rats and he learned about little black kids and black kids are just as just as smart talented as white kids the poor kids are smart as as uh, as uh, rich uh, rich kids he says very racist things and then has to walk them back and the democratic party gives him a pass and the African american 13% hyphenated American minority gives him a pass because he represents the party that gives that minority all of their freebies, all of their handouts, all of their gifts, all of their stimulus programs, all of their food stamps and Section 8 housing and welfare and Social Security supplemental income, giving away government funding to people who never contributed to the government in the first damned place. Please, I urge you, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Hertz Program. That's the at sign, the squiggly little A, you know, shift two on your keyboard. At Hertz Program on Twitter. Or the truth hurts program at gmail.com I would love to hear your opinion on why you think in your twisted mindset that Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris somehow are better representatives in our presidency and vice presidency than Donald Trump and Mike Pence 
You can't possibly convince me that the economy is doing better under Biden. Yes, we have artificially high stock market numbers in the Dow Jones Industrials average. Sure we do. Because companies are selling off and taking those profits and then reinvesting them in themselves, sending their own market prices higher. You can't tell me it's gasoline prices. They're up almost 41 cents in the last month, nearing record highs again. I saw diesel fuel today for this here old F-250 approaching 450 a gallon once again in South Louisiana, where we produce, refine, and market that same diesel fuel. There's not that much that we have to add to our fuel costs for transportation here in Louisiana. We explore right off of our coast, we drill, we produce, we transport and refine it all right here. You know, diesel fuel is still exorbitantly high in California, in the state of Washington, in the state of Oregon, in the state of New York, the state of New Jersey, Illinois, other Democrat strongholds who are trying desperately and still failing to do away with, to eliminate, to, as Joe Biden says, end fossil fuels. So we know it's not the economy. We've seen 41-year high inflation over the first two years of Biden's administration. And it miraculously began on day one. It wasn't like he was moving into office and inheriting a rising rate of inflation. No, sir. No, sir. It began when he put his feeble fingers on the Holy Bible. That's when inflation began its meteoric rise to Jimmy Carter-esque levels not seen in 41 years. You can't say this nation was not in a recession in the midst of his inflation because for two consecutive quarters last year, our nation saw a negative gross domestic product number. GDP growth was in the negatives for seven and a half straight months under Joe Biden. Can't say he's got a handle on his border uh, border crisis. And yes, it is his border crisis. Over five million encounters at the border Those are just the ones we caught since Joe Biden took office, since he stopped construction of the wall, since he opened the doors, rolled out the red carpet, the welcome mat, and gave those illegal, criminal, law-breaking, invading trespassers carte blanche. Come on in. Come on in. Here's a free phone. Here's some new tennis shoes. Here's some new clothing. Here's a free bus ride to any Republican city or state that we, the Biden administration, want to send you to. But don't you dare go to Washington, D.C. Don't you dare go to Chicago, New York City, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, Boston, Massachusetts. Don't you dare send your illegal criminal law-breaking trespassers to those areas. 
We know that Joe Biden declared war on energy independence, which we had achieved during the previous president's term in office. We were a net exporter of oil, refined gasolines, refined natural gas, petroleum gas, LPG, you know, propane. We were a net exporter of coal, diesel fuels, home heating oil. We weren't importing nearly as much as we were sending out. But Joe Biden put an end to that with the stroke of a pen in his feeble fingers. He shut down the Keystone XL Energy Pipeline. By the way, had he not shut that down on day one in office, that pipeline would be right now producing, transporting to the United States of America 850,000 barrels of oil per day. Per day! You do the math, oh great math wizards. Well more oil would be coming in through the pipeline to our refineries to provide fuel, to provide heat, to provide plastic manufacturing products so that we could indeed return manufacturing to this nation. But Joe Biden shut that down on day one. And so, as you all know, you're the victim of it. Look in your wallet, you've got less money. Look at the price of oil. Look at the price of gasoline. Look at the price of diesel. Look at the price of the natural gas going to your stoves, which Joe Biden and his administration said they wanted to phase out. And now they're denying having said that. Even though we have played the audio and read the actual transcripts on this very program, they're now denying. Oh, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. Yeah, that picture of Jill Biden cooking on a gas stove, that, that should prove it right there. Tell me, my friends, how is our position on the world stage? What is the opinion of the United States of America under Joe Biden now? We literally, not figuratively, not virtually, we literally, absolutely, realistically handed over a democracy to the Taliban, the most hated terrorist organization on the planet, along with ISIS. We handed the keys to Afghanistan over to the Taliban and to ISIS after having sacrificed many, many American soldiers, sailors, airmen, grunts, American service personnel gave their lives, lost legs and arms and eyesight and hearing are now suffering, those who didn't die, suffering mental and physical ailments to free the nation of Afghanistan, to keep it free. They had little girls smiling in their school uniforms as they attended schools for the first time in thousand years. Joe Biden took that away from them. Joe Biden handed the keys over to the Taliban and as a parting gift looked at the camera and said it will not be a Saigon-like withdrawal like happened when Mr. Carter was president 
We are not going to be flown off the embassy in helicopters in a last-ditch effort to escape with our tails tucked between our legs, waving the white flag of surrender. And yet that's exactly what happened on Joe Biden's watch. Those scenes of Americans desperately trying to flee Afghanistan after Joe Biden waved the white flag of cowardice, of surrender, and turned that nation over to ISIS and the Taliban, stranding thousands of Americans behind the enemy lines and hundreds of thousands of Afghan citizens who counted on us to keep them free, who aided us throughout the century, oh, that's, excuse me, the later part of this 20th century and into the first two decades of the 21st century. They assisted us. They helped us. And we abandoned them and said, well, got to fend for yourself. Good luck. We're out of here. Bye-bye. And then, in a strange, ironic, sick, twisted sense of fate, Joe Biden takes as quid pro quo Joe the ability to use a billion dollars of your tax dollars to bribe, to extort, to coerce the former president of the Ukraine into terminating the assignment and firing of the prosecutor who was looking in to the illegal dealings of cocaine addict son Hunter. And then, whatever sneaky, shady, crappy business dealings he has with Volodymyr Zelensky, the current president of the Ukraine, Joe Biden has now leveraged hundreds of billions of dollars of your hard-earned tax money and is handing it over to that guy. What secrets does Zelensky have on Hunter Biden, on James Biden, the president's brother, on Joe Biden, the president himself, to be able to extort, to be able to squeeze hundreds of billions of dollars from the United States of America. By the end of Joe Biden's first term in office, and let us pray to God above that it is his only term in office, Joe Biden will have given away over $330 billion of your tax dollars to the Zelensky regime. Do the math. Divide that $330 billion that he will have given before the end of his sec- uh, fourth year in office, excuse me, his first term. Divide that $330 billion by the 330 million Americans. But that's not fair because not every one of the 330 million Americans currently living as legal citizens of our country pay taxes. That burden falls on about 108 million people. That's fact. That's reality. We have 330 million Americans a large portion of them under the age of 18. So we don't expect them, their children, their minors, we don't expect them to be paying income taxes. We also have a large population of elderly people in this country who have retired, who have moved out of the workforce. 
who are now expecting, hoping, praying that in their golden years, the social security system into which they paid all of their working lives, they will be able to draw from that system. But it is Joe Biden and the Democrats who continue to raid the social security system, who continue to take those hard-earned contributions from hard-working Americans and give them to people who've never worked a day in their lives. And I'm not talking about the little infant childrens or the little kids. I'm talking about the very large percentage of people who get welfare, Social Security, WIC, Section 8 housing, aid for dependent children, crazy checks, Social Security supplemental income, and the wide range of other U.S. government handouts that are constantly and continuously sucking our nation's reserves dry. Speaking of sucking our nation's reserves dry, when Donald Trump was president, he filled the Strategic Petroleum Reserve with $24 a barrel oil. That's right, $24 a barrel oil. Very inexpensive, great investment. Joe Biden sees the opportunity to sell that oil to our adversaries, our enemies, countries who seek to do us harm. And he did so at $100 a barrel, and he touts the fact that that was a great business decision. I sold that oil at a high price. It helped American people. Help bring down the price to pumps. It did not help to bring the price down at the pumps. In fact, it did nothing at all to bring down the price to pumps. But what it did was weaken us as a nation. It diminished our ability to defend ourselves from foreign attack. Had one of those nations who seeks to do us harm decided to invade our country. My friends, Joe Biden has done more to harm this nation than he could ever have consciously decided to do. Tell me, please, at Truth Hurts, I'm sorry, at Hurts Program on Twitter, at Hurts Program on Twitter, or by email, thetruthhurtsprogram at gmail.com. Tell me how Joe Biden has done so many wonderful things for our nation. Perhaps it's the fact that he helped to reduce crime. I'll give him credit. Back when he was a junior senator, he introduced the crime bill that was responsible for taking a bunch of the criminal element in our nation off of the streets and putting them in jail and in prison where they belonged. That crime bill, way back in the day, that was authored by, supported by, promoted by Joe Biden, proved that he was a racist because it put more black men in jail than any other piece of crime legislation in the history of our nation. He was proud of it at the time. I remember when he was speaking before Congress, talking about the New Orleans crime rate and the chief of police and the mayor of New Orleans. And he said into the microphone before Congress, 
They've already got an N-word that rhymes with bigger mayor. And now they want an N-word that rhymes with bigger police chief? He used the actual word, N-I-double-G-E-R. He used the word. He read it out loud. He said it not once but twice. He claims he was just quoting someone. But you see, you can only get away with that if you're a Democrat or a black person. Shame, isn't it? Shame, isn't it? Joe Biden has done more to incite violence and to divide our nation along racial lines than any other president in modern history. That's a fact you can take to the bank, my friends. Under Joe Biden's two years in office, crime violent crime in our nation hit all-time highs. New Orleans, Louisiana, murder capital of the United States of America, Democratic mayor, Democratic governor, Democratic president, the trifecta of screw-up right here in New Orleans, Louisiana. But don't worry, Chicago, under another Blafrican-American, bug-eyed, lesbian black woman mayor in a state run by a Democrat governor under the so-called leadership of a Democratic president. You're not very far behind in per capita murder. Crime, corruption, murder, rape, armed robbery, assault, battery, shootings, stabbings. I thought Joe Biden was going to do something about the crime. Instead, he's only contributed to it. And you lead by example, Mr. Biden. When you start off by telling criminal law-breaking trespassers that it's okay for them to invade our nation and violate our most sovereign law, our immigration law, don't worry about it, come on in. Those people get the same message. If it's okay to violate the border law, the most sovereign law, then it must be okay to rob, to rape, to carjack, to steal, to traffic drugs, to kidnap little girls, rape them, and then drag them kicking and screaming across the border, telling them if they scream in front of the police, the Border Patrol, that you will go back and kill the remaining members of their family in their country of origin. Of course those little girls won't sob. They won't shed a tear. Then they come here and they're sold into the sex slave trade. This has happened under your watch, Joe Biden. At your command, actually. You're not prosecuting those criminals. And therefore, those brown-skinned criminals who come across our border illegally send a message to the black population. If Joe Biden gonna let them come across the border and sell drugs, then we's can disobey the laws ourselves. We's can go out and commit crimes. And I'm not being a racist. The FBI's own national crime statistics prove that I am correct. The vast, overwhelming majority of crimes, both in actual numbers and by percentage in each category, except white-collar crime, you know, the crime that takes big brains to commit, 
The vast overwhelming majority of violent crimes in this nation and low-level crimes in this nation, petty crimes, as well as robbery, rape, carjacking, all of those other high-level crimes are committed by one specific 13% hyphenated American minority. So Joe Biden, whether directly or indirectly, has contributed to the massive meteoric rise in crime in this nation. I'm not making these figures up, people. You can Google it right now. FBI crime statistics. Pick a category, any category, and then look over to the right side of that category. It will tell you the main number, the, 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 the full number of crimes committed in each category. And then it breaks it down by demographics, whites, blacks, Hispanics, Native American Indians, feathers, not dots, Asians. It breaks down each crime, murder, armed robbery, rape, every single category. Just look at the numbers and look at the percentages and you'll see I'm telling the truth. So once again, at Hertz Program on Twitter or the Truth Hertz Program at gmail.com. If you can show me, justify why you would ever vote for Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris, I'd love to know. Hey, I've run out of time for this edition of the program in heavy traffic anyway, so we're going to call it quits right here. See you next time on the Truth Hertz Program with Steve Z. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded.